720 WGN. High atop Chicago in the Skyline studio. Excited to have on the line one of the shining stars of the food scene for America and certainly here in Chicago. And that is saying something. You know her from Top Chef, Food Network, James Beard Award winner, Michelin star restaurant over at Monteverde and Pastaficio. And of course, an author with a new book, Listen to Your Vegetables, Italian-inspired recipes for every season. It's the one and only Chef Sarah Gruenberg. Welcome to WGN. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's always great to have you on. And of course, people love the amazing Italian style you're cooking. And outside of your own restaurants, of course, remember all that great work at Spiaggia as well. From your Texas roots to being now really one of America's great chefs of Italian cuisine, it's been quite a journey. Talk about, I guess, the excitement really of being now able to have your own voice shared in this new book. Well, man, it was you know, it's been a, a whirlwind experience, but it's honestly been so much fun. And I, it's just kind of like a, a creation of yourself in a way to go back and, and uh, look at that snippet of time. It, it's been a dream of mine. I love to talk about food and teach people about food. And ultimately, I really enjoy cooking at home. And so this is a great way to kind of do all of those things. It's kind of brave, right? Vegetables. Not always everyone's favorite. It's rarely like a starring role on a plate. And even for kids, as we'll remember, you know, sometimes it's a punishment, right? So talk about how you decided to have a book like this with approachable recipes that make vegetables shine. It's a little brave, right? A vegetable book. <laughs> you know, it is, but it's honestly such a great way to eat and cook and use the vegetables as a muse. You know, growing up in Texas, meat was always at the center of the plate. But as I went to Italy and kind of trained in Italy, vegetables and pastas and things like that are really more center of the plate. And so it's, it's kind of a natural way of cooking for me now. And I think just a, it, it makes it a little more fun than thinking about it always as a side dish. Yeah. So you think about some of the favorites that you've had in the book and uh, and some of the ones that are featured here, some family inspired, some probably, you know, through your journey as a chef that you've come to say, hey, this is great. We want to share them for the listeners. Talk about some of the things that people will find in the book, maybe some that they expect and maybe some they'll be surprised by. So a few dishes that are, you know, some on Saturday favorites that we have in the book, like um, our artichoke and sunchoke crostino the spaghetti al pomodoro, uh, the tortelloni di zucca, that's the squash-filled pasta. But even, there's non-vegetarian dishes in the book, but every chapter is divided up by a vegetable. So even our meatballs from the restaurant are in there because I always say the secret to a great meatball is the sauce. And so the tomato sauce that adorns those meatballs and, and raises them is really key. There's also some great family recipes like my grandmother's stuffed cabbage, and my Oma's Green Mountain salad. And I ultimately tried to divide up the book into recipes that are easy to make at home and that are some fun kind of, you know, everyone knows in Chicago, we all like to to take a day off and cook, right? Especially in the wintertime, raise something, get the Dutch oven out. So even some recipes like that, great lasagnas and pastos and things. When it came to writing the book, you you think about this, and you mentioned it's been a snippet of time, you mentioned, but it's a snippet that's gone from A to Z on the success and accomplishment side. On the chef side, in, in some of those things, people will say, like, well, you forgot more than most people know. When you're putting this book together, and you know it's going to be for the masses, and it has to be approachable, and people have to be able to make it, did you have to kind of think to yourself, okay, well, here's what here's what the Sarah of 15 years ago might have thought, or here's what an average family might think. Did you have to consider that when you're putting it together? Yeah, you have to consider, you know, 
availability at the grocery stores. And so every chapter starts with how to source these ingredients. And I include even some notes and tips for pantry ingredients. So, you know, building a great pantry, I think, is key. Always having dry pasta, great tomatoes, olive oil, vinegars, beans, things like that at your at your disposal. And then, you know, also thinking about things that might be quick recipes. Like not everyone has the time to pull out a book and, and go shopping and make a dish from scratch. So I hope that by the way the recipes are divided, if you have broccoli in the fridge, you can go to the broccoli chapter and find a great broccoli recipe. <laughs> the book is called Listen to Your Vegetables, Italian-inspired recipes for every season. So Sarah, you know, we talk about maybe that that really special kind of magical relationship that a great chef has with food. Do you listen to them? Like, what are they saying? Oh my gosh, they don't stop talking. I don't know how to make them stop. No, um, you know, it's I'm obsessive about food. And um, so I think, you know, at the grocery store, I don't necessarily go in with the plan. I go in ready to see what's there. And that's when they talk to you. That's when the beeps go, hey, come on. I'm like sitting here. You've always talked by me. Um, I'm not that hard to cook. I can be a great salad or and a great stew. And so I think that, that's what I think about. I also think about the vegetables telling how they want to be represented. You know, cabbage is such a humble ingredient, but um, I share my grandmother's stuffed cabbage recipe, which really makes it a superstar and highlights the cabbage in a way that goes beyond just that humble kind of filler veg. And so that's what I think about when I think of them. And oh. they all, they're all singing loudly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Call me crazy, but I like this imagination world of food <laughs> all the cabbage fans out there cabbage is a superstar maybe that's the next book you never know so think about this i think one of the things that has added to your success and not only on a day-by-day basis in the restaurants making people happy and excited about the food is your excitement and passion for it as well you know the tv shows are one thing and a moment in a restaurant can be magical for sure but a book is like forever have you thought about that a little bit is some of that inspiration, not only for like young cooks, maybe for girls getting into it, maybe for families that are, maybe even for vegetables as this great ambassador to our, to our, the healthy side of our plates. Have you talked about sort of that or thought about sort of the endurance of this and what it all means? You know, I, I have, um, but it kind of sneaks up on me, you know, seeing the restaurants, yes, the restaurant yesterday, full of books, they printed out some of the illustrations and have them on display. And I said just now in our manager meeting, I said, oh, my gosh, it's like it's like my children with their school photos plastered all over the refrigerator. It's so exciting and fun to see them, to see the book. And you're right. It's it's a it's a piece of a story of a, a little bit of me. And it's really exciting. And I'm really honored and flattered that I was able to do it. And I hope I can do it again. And I hope that people use this as a great book to have that they pick up when they want to cook something, but also just it's a fun read. There's a lot of tips and tricks. The illustrations are amazing. I, I put a story or a head note of every recipe, where it's from or, or what to look for. So it's even just a fun read on the couch, the coffee on a Sunday morning. The backstory is, is so great. We're excited. Well, it's, a, it's the beginning of a great ride and it's going to continue for a while. Thank Another you. <laughs> opportunity to give Sarah Grunberg fans more Sarah Grunberg, right? And more things and more opportunities to, to get out and book signing, sign those books, talk about it, promote, share you, right? Which I think is one of the main ingredients 
to your success and to and to why people love what it is that you do. And uh, so we're excited about it. We're going to have links up at WGNRadio.com. And Sarah, as we let you go, is there a place where people can get either more information? Of course, they can order it wherever they buy books. But do you have any other thing to share as far as for people to go for more? Yeah, go to your local bookstore online. Um, and we also have them here at the restaurant. I'd be happy to, uh, we are offering signed copies here. And so, you know, there's a lot of options. And follow us on Instagram, uh, Chef Sarah Jane. <laughs> Sarah Grunberg, one of the very best. And we're honored and blessed to have her right here in Chicago on a regular basis. And she can Thank be you. on your bookshelf now with her brand new book, Listen to Your Vegetables. So thanks, Sarah. We'll let you get back to it. Thanks for Thank jumping you. on the show today. Oh, my gosh. An honor. Thank you.